Kampar Tang, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, December 15th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Quebecois Swifties, avert your eyes. The province's tourism minister confirmed that Montreal missed out on hosting a date of Taylor Swift's Eras tour due to the deteriorating condition of the Olympic Stadium, which has over 20,000 tears in its roof. Now, there are also rumblings that Swift would have had to perform some of her biggest hits in French to adhere to new language requirements. Okay, that's not true, but you kind of believed us there for a second, didn't you? It's, you know, it's Quebec. Anyways, Steve Pals, we've got a great episode for you today. For our first story, the biggest art fraud in Canadian history. For our second story, sponsors return to Hockey Canada. And for our third story, Rogers to roll out satellite mobile access. For our first story, the ringleader of the largest art fraud operation in Canadian history, and per one investigating officer in world history, was sentenced yesterday to five years in prison. And to catch you up, for three decades, Gary Lamont spearheaded a ring of three separate but connected groups creating fakes of art by Norval Morisot, the acclaimed Anishinaabe artist who founded the Woodland School movement and was dubbed the Picasso of the North. Now, the true scope of the Morisot forgeries came to light in 2012 after the keyboardist for the Bare Naked Ladies, yes, you read that right, sued an art gallery that sold him a fake. Police launched an investigation in 2019 and laid charges this March against Lamont, who's also a drug dealer, sex criminal, and one-time murder suspect, as well as seven others. Investigators have identified 190 fakes produced by the ring and have seized 117. It's unknown how many forgeries are still out there, but it's believed to be at least 5,000. And it matters because most recent estimates put the value of Canada's visual arts auction market at over half a billion dollars USD. Art fraud depressees may swing this market by sowing doubt. Once a buyer is burned by a fake, they may never buy again and can sink the value of authentic pieces. Painters in the Woodlands Art Movement that Morisot founded have seen their earnings stunted by pervasive forgeries. Gallery owners estimate Woodlands artists earning $5,000 a painting could make 10 times that if the market were clean. Now to zoom out, Indigenous artists are particularly vulnerable to forgeries as their works are often understudied and knockoffs of items like masks and totem poles are cheaply made abroad. The big picture is that the Morisot case, as well as high-profile cases of art theft, have renewed calls for Canada to step up its fight against art crime, including updating copyright laws, enacting anti-money laundering laws for art, and creating a federal arts fraud division. For our second story, Team Canada announced its roster for 2024 World Junior Championships, but the biggest names joining the team this year aren't the new players, but returning advertisers. Tim Hortons, Esso, and TELUS have all reinstated their partnerships with Hockey Canada ahead of this year's World Juniors. Last year, ads for the brands, which are part of Hockey Canada's big highest sponsorship tier, were absent from the tournament. Now, for background, sponsors in the federal government froze Hockey Canada funding after news that the organization had used funds to settle sexual assault lawsuits involving its players. These testified before the House of Commons, and the entire board ended up resigning. The feds eventually reinstated funding this April after meeting three mandated conditions. Equipment brand Bauer also reinstated its pause sponsorship. And it matters because sponsors are responsible for the majority of Hockey Canada's funding, with the body missing out on $23.5 million last year due to the pauses. By returning, grants have given a vote of confidence that Hockey Canada put in the work to change its toxic culture. This year, Hockey Canada released an action plan including the implementation of a system for tracking and reporting complaints and mandatory training about sexual violence and consent for all national-level coaches, players, and trainers. Now, not all brands have come back. Major sponsors, Nike, Canadian Tire, and Hancock Tire, 
permanently severed ties with Hockey Canada and have no plans to return. Meanwhile, Scotiabank has confirmed it's only funding women's hockey programming. The big picture is that Hockey Canada likely won't be the last sports body to face a reckoning. The feds are launching a commission next year into abuse in national sports organizations. And for our third story, over a year after a nationwide blackout left 12 million Canadians without reception, Rogers is making amends by bringing cell service to the deepest corners of Canada's wilderness. Here's what's happening. Following a successful test run in Newfoundland and Labrador, featuring the province's premier, Rogers announced plans to roll out satellite to mobile phone service that will bring wireless cell service to Canada's most remote areas. The Canadian telecom will start offering SMS messaging and mass notifications next year and eventually expand to voice and data services. The service, which uses low-Earth orbit satellites and doesn't require a cell tower, will only be available to Rogers customers with the exception of SOS calls. And it matters because satellite, mobile, and internet services offer Canadians living in rural communities more reliable service. An important step in closing the rural-urban internet gap as more work opportunities, education, and government services move online. Torontonians may have just secured Rogers service on the subway system, but over 40% of Canadians living in rural areas still don't have access to high-speed internet. To deal with poor internet service in remote areas, Alberta's government is now moving to get Starlink satellite internet installed where fiber networks don't reach. Now to zoom out... The Rogers Breakthrough is also being hailed as a win for first responders like firefighters and Coast Guard officials, some of whom say they've struggled to communicate in remote areas without cell service during search and rescue efforts. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great weekend. Bye.